0: The Book of Wonder by Lord Dunsany This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chuba and Shemish. It was the custom on Tuesdays in the temple of Chuba for the priest to enter at evening and chant, There is none but Chuba." and all the people rejoiced and cried out there is none but chuba and honey was offered to chuba and maize and fat thus was he magnified chuba was an idol of some antiquity as may be seen from the color of the wood he had been carved out of mahogany and after he was carved he had been polished then they had set him up on the diorite pedestal with the brazier in front of it for burning spices and the flat gold plates for fat, thus they worshiped Chubba. He must have been there for over a hundred years, when one day the priest came in with another idol into the temple of Chubba, and set it up on a pedestal near Chubba's and saying, There is also Shemish," And all the people rejoiced and cried out, There is also Shemish." Shemish was palpably a modern idol. And although the wood was stained with a dark red dye, you could see that he had only just been carved. And honey was offered to Shemish as well as Chuba, and also maize and fat. The fury of Chuba knew no time limit. He was furious all that night, and next day he was furious still. The situation called for immediate miracles. To devastate the city with a pestilence and kill all his priests was scarcely within his power. Therefore he wisely concentrated such divine powers as he had in commanding a little earthquake. Thus, thought Chubba, will I reassert myself as the only god, and men shall spit upon Shemish?" Chubba willed it and willed it, and still no earthquake came, when suddenly he was aware that the hated Sheemish was daring to attempt a miracle too. He ceased to busy himself about the earthquake, and listened or shall I say felt, for what Shemish was thinking. For gods are aware of what passes in the mind by a sense that is other than any of our five. Shemish was trying to make an earthquake too. The new god's motive was probably to assert himself. I doubt if Chabah understood or cared for his motive. It was sufficient for an idol already aflame with jealousy that his detestable rival was on the verge of a miracle all the power of chabah veered round at once and set dead against an earthquake even a little one it was thus in the temple of chabah for some time and then no earthquake came to be a god and to fail to achieve a miracle is a despairing sensation it is as though among men one should determine upon a hearty sneeze and as though no sneeze should come it is as though one should try to swim in heavy boots or remember a name that is utterly forgotten. All these pains were sheemishs, And upon Tuesday the priests came in, and the people, and they did worship Chabah, and offered fat to him, saying, O Chabah, who made everything. And then the priests saying, There is also Shemish. And Chabah was put to shame, and spake not for three days. Now there were holy burns in the temple of Chabah, and when the third day was come and the night thereof, it was as it were revealed to the mind of Jebah that there was dirt upon the head of Shemish, and Jebah spake unto Shemish as speak the gods, moving no lips nor yet disturbing the silence, saying, "There is dirt upon thy head, O Shemish." All night long he muttered again and again, "There is dirt upon Shemish's head," and when it was dawn. And voices were heard far off, Chabah became exultant with earth's awakening things, and cried out till the sun was high. Dirt, dirt, dirt upon the head of Shemish, and at noon he said, So Shemish would be a god. Thus was Shemish confounded. And with Tuesday one came and washed his head with rose water, and he was worshipped again when they sang. There is also Shemish, And yet was Chabah content, for he said, The head of Shemish has been defiled. And again, his head was defiled, it is enough. And one evening, lo, there was dirt on the head of Chabah also, And the thing was perceived of Shemish. It is not with the gods as it is with men. We are angry one with another, and turn from our anger again but the wrath of the gods is enduring. Chabah remembered, and Shemish did not forget. They spake as we do not speak, in silence yet heard of each other. Nor were their thoughts as our thoughts. We should not judge them merely by human standards. All night long they spake, and all night said these words only, Dirty Chabah! Dirty Shemish, Dirty Chabah! Dirty Sheemish, all night long. Their wrath had not tired at dawn, And neither had wearied of his accusation. And gradually Chabah came to realize That he was nothing more than the equal of Sheemish. All gods are jealous. But this equality with the upstart Shemish, A thing of painted wood a hundred years newer than Chabah, And this worship given to Shemish in Chabah's own temple, were particularly bitter. Chabah was jealous even for a god, and when Tuesday came again, the third day of Shemish's worship, Chabah could bear it no longer. He felt that his anger must be revealed at all costs, and he returned with all the vehemence of his will to achieving a little earthquake. The worshippers had just gone from his temple when Chabah settled his will to attain this miracle. Now and then his meditations were disturbed by that now familiar dictum, Dirty Chabah. But Chabah willed ferociously, not even stopping to say what he longed to say, and had already said nine hundred times, and presently even these interruptions ceased. They ceased because Shemish had returned to a project that he had never definitely abandoned. The desire to assert himself and exalt himself over Chabah by performing a miracle, and the district being volcanic he had chosen a little earthquake as the miracle most easily accomplished by a small god. Now an earthquake that is commanded by two gods has double the chance of fulfillment than when it is willed by one, and an incalculably greater chance than when two gods are pulling different ways, as, to take the case of older and greater gods, when the sun and the moon pull in the same direction, we have the biggest tides. Juba knew nothing of the theory of tides and was too much occupied with his miracle to notice what Shemish was doing and Suddenly, the miracle was an accomplished thing. It was a very local earthquake, for there are other gods than Shaba or even Shemish, and it was only a little one as the gods had willed but it loosened some monoliths in a colonnade that supported one side of the temple, and the whole of one wall fell in, and the low huts of the people of that city were shaken a little, and some of their doors were jammed, so that they would not open. It was enough, and for a moment it seemed that it was all. Neither Chabah nor Shemish commanded there should be more. But they had set in motion an old law older than Chabah, the law of gravity that that colonnade had held back for a hundred years, and the temple of Chabah quivered, and then stood still, swayed once and was overthrown on the heads of Chabah and Shemish. No one rebuilt it, for nobody dared to near such terrible gods. Some said that Chabah wrought the miracle, but some said Shemish, and thereof Schism was born. The weakly amiable, alarmed by the bitterness of rival sects, sought compromise and said that both had wrought it, but no one guessed the truth that the thing was done in rivalry. And a saying arose, and both sects held this belief in common, that whoso toucheth Chaba shall die, or whoso looketh upon Shemish. That is how Chaba came into my possession when I travelled once beyond the hills of Ting. I found him in the fallen temple of Chabah, with his hands and toes sticking up out of the rubbish, lying upon his back, and in that attitude just as I found him I keep him to this day, on my mantelpiece, as he is less liable to be upset that way. Shemish was broken, so I left him where he was. And there is something so helpless about Chabah, with his fat hands stuck up in the air, that sometimes I am moved out of compassion, to bow down to him and pray, saying, O Chabah, thou that made everything, help thy servant. Chabah cannot do much, though once I am sure that at a game of bridge he sent me the ace of trumps after I had not held a card worth having for the whole of the evening, and chance alone could have done as much as that for me, but I do not tell this to Chabah. End of Chabah and Shemesh.